too. That would be fun. Oh, uh, we can play ball. putt, but we let them. Yeah. We can let them go up under their windmills. Yeah, that'd, they can get right up cool. under windmills. Well, the good thing is, if a ball gets stuck, they just walk right underneath the windmill, <laughs> grab it, and pick it out. So that's good. That's nice. Um, all right, Buck. Let's uh, let's get on track here with some football stuff. Talking about uh, some second year players that we see taking a big leap this year. Maybe you're not saying they had a bad first year, but just think we're going to see a monumental jump here in year number two. Who do you got? <laughs> I mean, look, I'm, I'm on board. It's all over Twitter because I wrote about Kyler Murray last week and how I think he can be the MVP. Um, we've seen the last two MVPs were guys that in their second season, they just exploded. Uh, you've talked about the three P formula, play caller, playmaker protection. When I look at what is around Kyler Murray, um, you can check off all the boxes. Cliff Kingsbury is more comfortable in the NFL game. I thought he did a great job making adjustments about the middle of the season, going from more 10 personnel to more of your traditional sets. Um, he was able to blend in the air raid with some traditional things, and that offense clicked. Kyler Murray had 3,500 pass yards, uh, 500 rushing yards. He and Cam Newton are the only guys to have been able to hit that number in NFL history as rookies. And then when you think about what they added around him, Kenyon Drake came around the middle of the season, played well for them. Uh, terrific hybrid playmaker, catch it out the backfield, can run it. DeAndre Hopkins gives them a true number one to go with Larry Fitzgerald. And the thing that I noticed last year, Kyler Murray didn't really throw the ball down the field. Only 11% of his passes were beyond 20 air yards, but he had the seven most yards on those throws and so now with DeAndre Hopkins being a master of the 50-50 balls I think those one-on-one situations on the outside he should really thrive I think he is poised to have a breakout year all right so you that's a power statement you had talking about Kyler Murray being your favorite for MVP let, let me give you my Kyler Murray power statement so to speak if you went through the last three drafts and Orlovsky, our buddy Dan Orlovsky was, was texting me about this the other day, saying, who would you take? So if you go through the last three drafts, so think about that. That's, that's the uh, Baker Mayfield, you know, Sam Darnold, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, mm-hmm. um, all those dudes, right? Then it's last year's group, uh, which is Kyler Murray, um, Dwayne Haskins, who else we got? Minshew, that, that whole crew. Yeah. And then you've got this year, you know, obviously Joe Burrow and Tua were the kind of the two headliners in this year's class. So he said, over the last three classes, if you could take one guy, keep in mind Lamar's coming off MVP uh, award, if you could take who would be your first pick? And I said, I think I'd take Kyler Murray. I think he would be my first pick just because I can get everything athletically from him and then I get a dynamic thrower. I mean, and he's got a chance to be, literally has a chance to be, you know, top two or three throwers in the league. Oh, yeah, and by the way, he's electric. Uh, when he wants to use his legs and take off and go. Um, and he's in a system that's very comfortable for him. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've, I'm with you on, on this one, Buck. I think some people, you got some blowback on that. I saw it on social media. Some people saying, yeah, you know what division he plays in? I'm like, hey, greatness is greatness. It doesn't matter who you're playing against. If you've, if you've got greatness, it's going to come out. And I, I'm in on this kid, man. I, I'm with you. I buy a Kyler Murray. You know, like I, I really regret like in the draft, and I think um, still coming from the old school of thought when it comes to scouting, Look, I knew Kyler Murray's greatness from watching him in high school and seeing the flashes, obviously, at Oklahoma. But there was still something the old school me was like, look, man, he's sub six foot. You normally don't go big on those guys or whatever. But what Kyler Murray is, you talked about electric. He's efficient and explosive. And it's hard to find guys that are like that. Um, It's kind of like the Barry Bonds uh, of hitting. Barry Bonds wouldn't get many Pitches a hit, but when he did, he knocked him out. Kyler Murray is kind of like that. He doesn't run 
all the time, but when he does, they're for explosive plays. And then his overall efficiency as a passer puts him in a unique and special category, which is why you talk about him being one of the top two passers in the league at some point. You absolutely can see that because what he is is a guy who is really a deadly accurate passer who also has the other stuff. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan. All right, my, my first guy, you're going kind of top, top, top of the ticket here. I'm going to go down the board a little bit and just give you a name that if, especially if you if you do the fantasy football thing, um, Jay Sternberger, the tight end out of Texas A&M who's with the Green Bay Packers, they move on from Jimmy Graham. He missed eight games last year. He was hurt. So he's going to get a chance to be the guy. And talking to people around the league, Buck, they love this dude. They love him. He was very athletic. You saw it at A&M. Um, I think he's got tremendous upside. He can also help you out in the run game a little bit. But I know, and we've we've been part of this group that's taken you know uh, some shots at the Green Bay Packers for not putting more around Aaron Rodgers in this draft class. You know, they just really given a lot of weaponry. This kid coming back playing a full full season and getting a chance to be featured, he's going to have a huge year. Jay Sternberger, man, remember that name. You know, DJ. Part of the reason why they may not have put more playmakers around him is because maybe the Green Bay Packers are doing like some of these teams that we've talked about. Maybe they're lining up to be more of a 